0: Hello friends, I'm Money Madness, and welcome to another episode of the Jelly Filled Donut Podcast. Woo! we're on episode 8, lads. Um, basically finished at this stage. Yeah, Before. I mean, we're already like, what, like a, a, tenth a tenth of the way there, yeah. <laughs> An eleventh of the way through, even, you know. It's, it's, we practically haven't even started the podcast this, at this rate. Got to call it now, Ashae Beats the League. Ah, no. Don't spoil it for everybody, you know. He's
1: not good enough for that now.
0: Yeah. I choose to be. I, I, I'd like to think we'll never get to the stage where Ash will be the Pokemon League. He'll die
1: before he gets there.
0: <laughs> Even in the time when he actually does win a league, we will be 70. So that's a- not going to happen. And
1: Eggins will swallow him whole.
0: <laughs> As God intended. Yes um so yes your usual uh jonathan james and amber joining you as hello. ever hello um, for what is it? Uh, i don't want to call this one of the first filler episodes i think it's still kind of like in that like vein of like a kind of a uh, interesting episode oh no, it's uh, absolutely filler
1: Nah, it's filler you think it's it okay yeah.
0: all right is there a new car is there a new character introduced that lasts for more than an episode mm. does ash catch anything new does ash get a badge Okay, fine. I'll, I'll give It's you. not one of those. Yeah, I think you have to criteria. get two out of
1: the three for it to be non filler.
0: Okay, that's that's good criteria. In fairness, like because we can kind of use that from now on. Then for for like our podcasting needs. Yeah. <laughs> you know, or no evolution as well. Oh yeah, yeah. If something so, something happens, to if something them, happens that yes. leads into the next episode, mm-hmm. it's not filler. okay. That's that's good criteria. I like that. So, welcome to the first filler episode, uh, where we're not going to give a shit, basically. Yep. Um, expect more tangents and us not paying attention <laughs> to, our, to our rundown. our rundown. the third episode is the first filler episode. No! <laughs>
1: <laughs> no. Cle- like clearly one of the most important episodes in the entire history of the show i can't
0: believe you even had to try and argue to toss about that like why are you what are you playing at man are you trying to get dumped is that what this is because i'm not i'm not going to do this again i'm not going to be partly this system again anyway so the episode we're going to be talking about is the eighth episode of the indigo league and it is the path to the pokemon league and um, doesn't have anything to do with the Pokemon League, by the way. Oh, but it says it in the title. Yeah, the government's lying to you kids, I'm sorry. So, the episode starts off with yet another recap from the narrator, um, yep. but gets cut off as both the narrator and Ash don't know where they're going. And you think this isn't filler? I just I, I, I just feel like it's a nice like fork in the road and see what happens. Like, oh, it's a, they, they're stuck in the fog, it's the fucking Blair Witch Project or some shit like that. But clearly I was wrong. Yeah. Clearly mistaken. Anyway, so Missy reminds them that they're going to Vermilion City where the next gym is. That is their point. So Ash rushes off down the path. Missy warning them that there are tough trainers ahead. Um, I.e. there are trainers ahead. Yeah. Because every battle is tough to Ash. (laughs) There are youngsters ahead. Yes.
1: He he bets that none of them have Pokemon badges. The two that he's been like gifted.
0: Yes. Like in canon, he's actually never had a proper Pokemon battle yet. Yeah. He hasn't had a that's i'm not counting or that. team rocket matches also not counting them no they're complete frauds <laughs> they just they nick those pokemon and they keep like go checking the combat uh you sludge <laughs> sludge oh, you're fucking useless what are you doing <laughs> the one they keep fucking up like they don't even know they even, can't even get their pokemon rights like Um so uh ash doesn't heed a warning obviously because she's a girl and smelly So he bets none of them have any Pokemon badges and the title screen comes up. That's kind of the theme of this episode is basically Ash has got like massive bouts of hubris. Yeah. Essentially. He's got two badges, he thinks he's hot shit and uh, he's going to get knocked down a few pegs throughout this episode. Which means we're going to really enjoy ourselves here because it's about time somebody knocked him off his (laughs) perch. I'm not sure how he got onto the perch to begin with but here we are. I mean, we said that about Tina before. That's true. (laughs) I don't know how Tina got onto that perch. (laughs) she just did like she climbs I know she's the Jack Russell but she fucking climbs everywhere like uh, as we would seen ourselves when you guys walked in and she's trying to she logged on my fucking computer totally by accident anyway um, so it cuts back to Pidgeotto knocking out a Charles Rattata Uh, apparently this is Ash's 10th victory in a row okay well done him he's beating children look it's the most amount of training we've seen him do so far (laughs) in fairness we're not we're actually taking his word that it's his 10th victory we could be just saying like what you know I like, can't he, count. Do you know like, where like when like someone trying to one, six, ten a Jillion <laughs> A Jillion, seven F. Infinity plus
1: one. Um <coughs> But also um we also know that from the last episode, Pidgeotto mm-hmm. is around level thirty one. Yes. And Rattata, as as good as they can be, mm-hmm. are usually below level thirty one.
0: Typically speaking, yes. From yep. my experience, yeah. I I don't think I'd ever use a rattata above level thirty one. Although scratch that, I wouldn't even use a rattata. <laughs> <laughs> you're missing out. <laughs> Far too refined. Far too oh, refined yeah. for that. But um, so yes, uh, <laughs> he's uh obviously the 10th victory. We get a handshake after Ash boasts, shows off his badges to the chagrin of his friends and Pikachu. Even the even his best friend is going like, dude, you're you're way out of line. You just need to rein it in, like. Uh, well, thank God Brock's calling him on it. Yeah, in fairness, like yeah, um, at least somebody is. I suppose is the point. Yeah. Um. So, uh, the boy says Ash that Ashley might be even a- able to take on AJ, whoever that is. Uh, he's apparently never lost a match. Okay. Uh, and I says until now because he hasn't come across someone like KMC. Look, the two badges, guys. Look, see my badges. Hello. Yeah. Hey, guy. Are you there? Hello. Um. So. Uh, quite an amusing line here. Uh, Misty says Ashley's getting a big head, big heads. Uh, Where well, Brock says his brain is staying the same size, and then Seinfeld music plays in the background, <laughs> and everyone goes, unhappy. happy." Um, so we get, you get to get then cut to a sign that says, "AJ's gym undefeated," and I hmm? I love watching these old episodes back because like the text is clearly over uh, like in over spaced over the yeah. like, Japanese kanji, yeah, yeah, and so something really amusing was seen like in like like word art essentially, yeah, going like AJ's gym undefeated. <laughs> It's something really amusing to me about that. It also gets like it has a scoreboard of ninety eight to zero, right? Yep. Um, and it's also like a really like cute little note at the bottom called "Note: Jim not sanctioned by Pokemon League." Yeah, it's like so he's basically on par with those like um that Fighting Dojo in Saffron He's Basically, as qualified as Ashes. It's or less.
1: basically what Tiger Joe is. Joe Exotic is <laughs> to Zeus. <zoos. laughs>
0: I mean, you're not wrong to be fair, because he's got a hell of a weird accent. That we'll delve into in a couple of minutes. I
1: feel like Joe Exotic watched this episode. It's like you know what? I can do this with tigers.
0: I can be AJ. <laughs> I can blame it on that bitch Misty Baskin. <laughs> uh, so Ash and Cole then stand in front of this tall wooden fence, uh-huh. and we see kind of this kind of yellow and pink tent in the background. So I wonder what that could be about. Circus. It could be a circus. I hope it's a circus. I it's not a circus. circus. It wasn't circus, lads. Um, sorry to spoil on you. So, Ash isn't phased at all by this and isn't put off by Misty's reminding him of the scoreboard. Ash favours quality over quantity, mm-hmm. um, which, again, I don't know why he's drawing reference to himself there. We, we, we've we seen the quality <laughs> of his matches. That is not the case. I mean, he beats that child without any problems. <laughs> yeah, but the difference is, James, it's a child. <laughs> he's five. If you beat a five-year-old at anything, do you get a big head? No. Don't answer that. Forget about it. Forget I asked, right? <laughs> so, um, so if someone from off camera then says, "Are you my next victim?" Because I am gonna, I'm gonna spend this entire episode slagging off this guy's accent. Yeah. He starts off in New Orleans and finishes off in Texas. <laughs> like he literally just goes all the way down the Bible Melt, all the way up down. Um, so walks in. Then we have this kind of green and black haired dude. Yeah. He's got the kind of red and black Guy Fieri fucking shirt. <laughs> um, Ash identifies him as the wild Pokemon trainer. But Ash, uh, AJ still says that's his job, but beating chumps like Ash is his hobby again. Seinfeld, oh, well, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yes, we get two unlikable characters now. I love it, yeah, you love to see it, lads. Um, so yeah, the gates fling open then to a stage field of battle. Uh, a butterfly comes out off screen and takes AD's backpack, which is apparently full of wild Pokemon he's just caught. Um, so Again, I don't know if it's not probably going to come across once you start getting into it, but AJ is supposed to be this kind of analogue for, like, Pokemon trainers. Yeah. Like, as a word, a professional Pokemon trainers. So, from the competitive front, let's say. And in a way, like it kind of, like, nails the commentary quite well, because, like, AJ is a prick. He's a colossal prick. And but he's, he's good at what he does. He's good at what he does. This is the thing. And, like, in, if you wanted to be a competitive Pokemon trainer, if you were in kayfabe, let's say, and you're, like, going, like, well, I need to get, like, the best uh, the best Starmie, or whatever it is, let's say. Yeah. I need to have a Starmie that has this nature, that is best on these stats, yeah. has these moves, I bred it yeah. so that it has its move from birth. Yeah. And then all the sort of stuff. And all you're really doing is, like, you're hatching eggs, and you're discarding the ones that you don't like, practically. Like, that's, like, that is a cruel fucking thing to do because you're basically going like, oh, the you star is we, star we born. It's so cute. Oh, it's sassy instead of hardy. Throw it away. I don't need it. You know. I mean, it's all in how you... I do it. feel like this mm. is
1: Joe so Exotic.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it is. Luckily. You have dog breeders. And they, you know, if there's a deformity with your dog, they get rid of it. Yeah. It's pretty much why greyhounds function, unfortunately. Yeah. Like, greyhounds are lurchers. So that's so. It's, it's all in how you kind of advertise what he does. Yeah. Uh, the one of the co-hosts of Low Blows, uh, Katie Harvey has a lurcher, so she will be nodding along to this about, about the greyhounds and lurchers malarkey. Like she, <laughs> she, she's gonna understand what we're on about there. Um, but yeah, like uh, the Joe exotic uh, comparisons uh, get fucking stronger as this show goes on. I'll say that much. Because uh, the, the the thought kind of popped in my, into my head as well during this episode, but I just kind of blocked it out because of that bitch Carol Baskin. Like I had to <laughs> just I, I just blame everything on her now. It's easier. Um, like I stood my toe last week, and I just said that bitch Carol Baskin. <laughs> um, so, it, so you
1: it, whacked it?
0: Yeah, I, I whacked it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can't tell me that it didn't happen. <laughs> um, so anyway, uh, the tent is all in the background is also apparently full of freshly caught Pokémon straight yeah. out the oven, lads. Um, Ash would like to see the match of the match. AJ uh, just changes the subject and goes. So, what Pokémon will you pick for your my ninety win? So again cocky, ba- cocky bastard. So you have cocky bastard and you have arrogant bastard. Which one do you want to win the less? Mm. Basically. Um I mean we've we've spent some time with Ash so I I really want to see him like get better. That would be nice, wouldn't it? Yeah. Um, it really would be nice. So anyway, uh, both step up to the battlefield and both keep trash talking, great banter between the two naturally. Um Ash to, AJ comes to battle with a whip. So he's like the um school Pokémon. down. I'm actually yeah. sorry I mentioned it, but he's like the old uh, Pokemon tamers in the games. Yes, where he actually has the whip. Yeah, yeah. And uh, he's uh, he uses it quite effectively. It seems so. Apparently, the reason he's doing this, this whole like unsanctioned gym, this fucking fight club he's got established. Basically, he's waiting to get a hundred wins under his belt, and then he'll challenge for the Pokemon League. Yeah, that is his master plan. It's a good idea. I'm not gonna lie. Like get yeah. like get the experience, and you're able to just murder your way through the Pokemon League. It's a good, it's a nice idea. I mean, just even think of it as well as, uh, since we've uh, trained up teams to get ready mm-hmm. for our own battles, if you give something an expert belt or you give something a macho brace, yes. go into a battle, get your EVs. Mm-hmm. Get a fully trained... EV train up your Pokemon before you start challenging the Gen. Exactly. That's not a bad shot. It isn't. It really, really isn't. And especially in like... Like that's what you kind of did in like Generation 3 or in Gen 4 really. When they started doing yeah. that sort of stuff a more. Like with Gen 2 you could practically... You could practically walk in with Magikarp and still win. Yeah. Somehow you could contrive away. But then once you had like tougher battles along the way... Yep. And you needed some sort of like plan to work. Like, a, like if you went in like... Like, like Ash here against Cynthia you were going to get destroyed. Oh, yeah. But once you had, like, a team that made sense and worked and clicked, then you had a way through, you know? I'd like to see Birkblad actually try to play Gen 4 I think we've built up Cynthia a lot over the last few days. Yeah. As well, as we were established on the Foxy Bros podcast, Birkblad has a very interesting idea on team chemistry. Yeah. Um, which, uh, again, <laughs> check out the podcast if you want to know what, what her team was to defeat... Elite Four. And I will say, I guarantee you, the team you're thinking of right now is not the team that she had. No. Okay, let's just rule that out if right If
1: anyone there. comments below on any of our formats that this goes out with the correct team, <laughs> Jonathan will pay you one million euro. No, that's not true. That not, <laughs> no, do you know
0: why? Because Foxy Pros will come out by now, Bert. Bon I oh, yeah. think it's true. Continuity. Anyway, so uh, he yeah, so he's waiting on one hundred wins to challenge for the Pokemon League. Ash Ginger reminds him that he has ten wins and two badges. Prove her Proven he doesn't do maths. Um, so his no identity is kind of like this nose grows yeah. burlarkey. Um, I. But as we know, like the nose growing thing is about lying. It's a Pinocchio yeah. like comparison. So is he lying about having ten wins? Or is, it the, is he lying because he didn't really earn the two badges? Oh, he definitely didn't earn those badges. And he knows that. Yes. It's
1: like he's trying uh, to convince himself. Does he himself. know that? Or... No, it's like he's trying to convince himself. Like, these are mine. I got them. Fair and square. It's great. <laughs> See? I'm yeah. fantastic. My mum says so. <laughs> I'm also wearing such, wearing a, I'm such a great underwear.
0: Pokemon trainer. The gym leaders have started following me. Yeah. Yes. They're it's definitely
1: some... not his carers.
0: <laughs> <laughs> They're both there going like, Missy, rock, listen, right? I know it's been quiet so far, but if you follow this kid around, I imagine we get so much more fun out of it. Like, like look at him. Look at him trying to fight the Pikachu. Like, that is so cute. Okay, come on. Let me just follow him around. Come on. They're being paid by Professor Oak. So he got on like, look, Delia needed him out of the house. (laughs) We are kind of concerned for his health, though. If Do you, you mind? Make sure he doesn't kill himself. Yeah, it, it we'll give you two months paid leave if you could just chaperone him around Kanto. <laughs> Let him have fun. Let him lose the Pokemon League. He'll go home crying. He'll go somewhere else, and he'll be someone else's problem. Um, or so they thought, <laughs> as the case may be. Uh. Um, so AJ criticized the badges he won from them, calling them Failure City and Wimpstill. Yeah, which is sense. just two sick burns right there. Um, again, slightly awkward considering that Misty and Brock are both there, so they both get literally fired up. They're in like the, there's this like shot of them like yeah. on fire, telling Ash to kick this guy's ass. Um so, out comes Santru then for AJ, and this is again we call this a Sandshrew episode, and this is why. And um, both Brock and Misty suggest caution as Ash, Ash fobs off, and Ash sends out Pidgeotto. Um, so at this point we switch to battle mode. So uh, both Pokémon start charging at each other. Yep. Brock says Ash uh, should have the advantage with a flying type. Ash says uh, Sandshrew can't fly as a <laughs> he, uh, yeah. Ash says can't, can't fly, and then just flies up and hits Pidgeotto in the yep. air. Um, with a move that's kind of very familiar to Rollout, um, which mm-hmm. wasn't wouldn't have been invented until Gen Two. Yeah. Uh, but it's it's the uh, whole idea, of it, I guess. So Pidgeot is already down to the ground at this point. Ash then returns Pidgeot for Butterfree, and um, Ash tries Stone Spore, uh, but uh, Sandshrew digs underground and uh, obviously dodges the attack. And uh, Pius Butterfree stops the attack, and a crack of the whip. Sandshrew emerges from the dirt and pins Butterfree to the ground, and that's the end of the battle. Nothing. It is already fucking done. Um. Now, this is where we take over, mm-hmm. and uh, so with in terms of uh, Ash's Pokemon first, we have Butterfree. We've established from the last episode. Tackle Stun spore sleep powder is what it should have. Pidgeotto, we know it has wing attack. But it's also dropped like 13 levels here. This is the problem because we like yeah it didn't, didn't like deploy wing attack. Like we could assume that maybe it's has like is level eighteen at this one. Yeah. We could still like we. And I think it's up to our interpretation whether we treat it as if it's level thirty one or level eighteen. I'd say like. I say it is level thirty one still because it has wing attack, but like that's totally unrealistic really yeah. for this point in the game. So I I for the purpose of this battle I'm happy to say it's like lower levels, like something more realistic, yeah. level eighteen. Um because we know it has it's you it's using this battle quick attack, gust, and whirlwind, so we're happy to work with that. Now, AJ Sanchu on the other hand is an interesting one because uh it the moves that it does know and as such it learns Is tackle and defence curl Okay um, Now The trouble with this is The other two moves it learns Is dig and Fisher. Yep Which are two moves It doesn't learn naturally Which is very very odd For Sandtrue. Um. But it's generation one Stuff didn't make sense Yeah They fixed a lot of that In generation two like. And there's a fair amount of uh, They just made up moves As they went Precisely So I'm willing to give him A bit of a free pass on this Because it's pre-evolved I've said that the Sanchu is level twenty one. Okay. Because like you would have evolved him into Sand Slash if you wanted to, but obviously it's not at that oh, point no. yet. This guy actually knows what he's doing, mm-hmm. so he might have held off on evolving it so that it can learn more better moves earlier. That's true. He's so he's actually a competent trainer. He is a competent trainer. Like he could be holding it for Slash or um, yeah. Earthquake, which was like Absolutely. level forty three or something. But again, because it had, I, I had to go for Fisher over Earthquake because he yeah. uses this later on. So I just said we had two learned moves. I presume he has TMs, so yeah, we we can take that as an assumption. So I think that level is 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 sensible yeah. enough just for the time being. So again, let's let's kind of take roles here. So uh, if we start off with, we're starting off with Butterf with Pidgeotto versus Sancho here, like as Brock says, like Pokemon should have the fly the flying Pokemon should have the advantage. It's not really the case though type wise. Well. Looking at the moves that uh, Santru has here, mm. if he is dig and he is Fisher, they are not doing anything yes. against Pidgeotto Indeed, yeah. So Brock is right in saying they have the advantage because santru's best moves can't do anything against the Giant Type. Yes. So you're looking at a defense curl, doesn't is isn't an attacking move and tackle, which is weak. It is weak. Now, I'd say, like, AJ being, like, smart here would just defense curl. Because Sanchu has brilliant defense. Yeah. Um, especially at this point in the game, if you are higher, if that's higher level than yours, you're going to have a very bad time if you don't have a fire or water or grass type. Yeah. And, unfortunately, Ash doesn't have that luxury right now. So, I'd be inclined to say, even if it's a 2-1-1 battle, I still think Sanchu would actually win here. Because, uh, like, again, defense curl, so you have a super defense... No matter what attacks you really do, because Gust, if I recall, flying types are physical. Um, Gust and it, Dan 1 was a normal type. It was a normal type, you're right. So even still, it's doing no damage whatsoever, especially yeah. if the defense curl is constant. Yeah. So I'd be inclined to say that Sancho would win out here Yeah. against both. Because with Butterfree, like, it's bug flying, so you could argue maybe it's doing sleep powder, it's slowing down everything. But even still, like the, the ta- it only knows tackle. So, yep. it, it's not doing the damage it requires, you know? So, I, I'd be willing to say, like, even with the the, the disadvantage, Sancho still wins for me. Uh, it still only has tackle those uh, as an offensive move mm-hmm. against both of them. Yes. So, you could definitely argue that. The this others. could
1: be metapod levels of uh, attrition.
0: Yes. Okay. Oh, it would be, yeah. Also, fully trained, you know, fully attack ev Yes, perhaps. Actually, yeah. I'd I'd agree that Sanchu would have it. Yeah, I think so too. So that I think would would win out the match mm-hmm. and actually being properly levelled as against Ashes. Yeah. Like a hodgepodge. Exactly, and as we would have established, like with San- if Pikachu was in the battle, it'd still go to Sanchu because oh, yeah. of Dig and Fisher. Like that was that would be a no contest. Yeah. Um. So yeah, we we reckon AJ would have won absolutely there. Like, oh yeah. That, that's nailed on. So Also um, it's Ash. Yeah, it's Ash, exactly. <laughs> Always important to take that into account. Um so Pikachu is killing it for dear life as Ash is pulling its tail, trying to get it into the battle, which is just like it's harsh, I'll be fair. Like you're not animal welfare is not a thing to Ash Ketchum, which no, I'm no. not really surprised by. But well, they're not animals. I know, I know, but still. Pokemon, that's that's different somehow. (laughs) Fine, then I'll just call the DSCPP then. (laughs) Um, So, (laughs) I love as well that both Buck and Misty are stepping away from this because they all want to be a part of this animal cruelty. And uh, Pikachu just shocks Ash for his trouble because he rightfully deserves that. Um, uh, Again, the, the big nose is back and it breaks, which means that Ash's hubris has finally been destroyed. Yep. Somehow, ten battles and two badges does not make you a good Pokemon trainer. I am shocked. Shocked and appalled to hear that. So, uh, when the battle ends, then, we see the binoculars of Team Rocket scouting Sandshrew. And Meowth thinks it's fat, so the humans will have to carry it. Um, I think Meowth is confusing what fat and big bone is. (laughs) Just saying. Um, They also criticise A.J.'s fashion sense. Says that it belongs in a museum. Um. Joe
1: Exotic does belong in a museum. That is a good
0: point. Again, the, 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 the comparisons grow. Meowth uh, says it's better than them trick-or-treating. Because uh, apparently they look like they're dressed up for Halloween or something.
1: Oh, that, that is lost on it, that translates well? <laughs>
0: yes, it does. Uh, it translates very well because Jane punches Meowth out of the tree they're sitting in. So, bad joke, gets hit, falls it's over to the ground. Jesse's sitting in the tree. Trick or treating, according to me, else. No, it doesn't work. The doesn't work. So the scoreboard. Then we see uh, changes a to ninety nine nil as AJ yep. celebrates. Ash cries that it's not fair. I don't think he realizes what Pokemon matches are like. And um, he wants to at a two out of three falls match, basically. Uh, AJ doesn't deal with crybabies, which I suppose he's in his right to say. Yep. Ash then cries foul, implying there's some sort of match rigging and cheating going on. Uh, unfortunately, Ash, you're wrong because this is not a FIFA-sanctioned uh, match, so <laughs> it is. Uh, it was all above board. So AJ says he should chill out while Brock. Tro- Brock tries to figure out why he's so strong. So Brock's trying to like use his brain here, like why is this answer yeah. so good? So uh, AJ says uh, he should uh, tells Ash to come back when he grows up. Very very harsh. So once he uh, not he- wrong. Yeah, he does. So he pops in. He goes into the tent here, and then we can hear AJ shouting at like somebody or something. About the battle of the performance battle, and uh, this obviously sparks Ash's curiosity, yep. and then he pokes into the tent to see, uh, an image of like a whip and a Pokeball, basically as like this kind of sign. Now, granted, if you're doing like a pretty like intense training camp that involves whipping Pokemon, are you gonna put a sign up saying as such? Well, I mean, he's not. Uh, it's not false advertising. Yeah, it's a, it's honest at least. Yeah. Um, I suppose you can give him that, but even still, like, I'd I'd like to know what because the image was like superimposed onto the screen, so I'd love to know what the Japanese one was because I imagine it was harsher than that. Because <laughs> <laughs> because uh, like there's obviously a reason why they covered it up. Like I, I presume yeah. it was in kanji. That's the only thing I can I, I can assume. Um, also makes sense. Yeah, yeah. So what we see then is we see a butterfly and Beedrill sparring with Raditz. Uh, they're jumping through like fiery hoops and on balls. So there's, again, there's a real kind of like circusy vibe off this. Yeah. Uh, I guess that's what they're kind of going for again the exotic comparisons are
2: yeah.
0: resonating here um, <laughs> and they're all wearing like these kind of metal harnesses um, again kind of like macho braces yeah. really kind that's... of precluding that whole idea um, so Sandshrew dives into the pool backs out and jumps out immediately uh, and AJ like whips it to get back into the pool uh, at which point uh, Ash shouts and charges at him into the pool yeah. which is uh, not at all uh, rash Judgments whatsoever, Um so Ash says he's hurting Sandshrew, but AJ won't take advice from amateurs, which again is perfectly yeah. That, entitled, that's fair. You know, uh, apparently the brace is an invention from AJ called a strength intensifier. This is EV training. Yeah, exactly. Like he is the he is the quintessential like competitive Pokemon trainer. Yeah, Um he screams at Sandshrew to get back into the pool. Sandshrew obliges, dies back like out, and shakes off the water as Ash protests. Yeah, so like. Ash is saying like, don't you know the Sandshrew is weak to water? It's like, and they just go, yes, this that's is, the point. That's what I'm yeah. doing. I'm, I'm fixing that. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, like, you you not get anything about this pole training malarkey. Like, <laughs> if you want to toughen up the Pokemon, you have to give it like obstacles to climb over. Yeah. But obviously, that's uh, not dwelling on his mind. So, he uh, is obviously aware of the weakness but says, it's the only Sandshrew in the world able to withstand water, presumably thanks to his training. Um, or the- that's why, like that, that was his uh, test. Yes. If we're saying he's as morbid as possible, mm. every sanctuary that he hatched, he threw into the water. Only one came out. Oh, oh that's dark. That's fucking dark, <laughs> man. Like I've heard I for like, I like 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 competitive battlers are callous by nature, but that's just fucking harsh. Like, <laughs> like I don't remember going. Like, oh, this huggle piece cute. Let's see if it fucking floats. <laughs> like, I don't think that's how it works. <laughs> um so anyway, uh, But it's the only way like this is him selective breeding that's, and he's forcing eugenics. That that's culling. That's yes. a sandshrew culling. Yes. Like, um, Look, he's not overpopulating the world with sandshrews. Oh yeah, no, yeah, okay, he's not doing that. All he's doing is the the Pokemon criminal drowning puppies in a bag. To get the shiny puppy. <laughs> <laughs> to get the one that survives <laughs> Jesus Christ AJ is a prick <laughs> he's also definitely Joe Exotic because he did that Like he definitely did that uh, so anyway uh, uh, Sancho that gets rolled around by tree ratatales he gets like played around with uh, and Ash Pipes was saying I thought you said pacing not passing and everyone just goes I want that fucking kill you <laughs> <laughs> and uh, again this is, this is some I think this is some weird Japanese humour that just doesn't land because then you get like a, a Pikachu offering him a cushion, just out of nowhere. And then like uh, Ash said, I, I said pacing, not padding. Or he actually gets the words wrong himself. Yeah. And then like he screamed, he screamed at the Pikachu and it's carrying under the cushion. Like, I'm sorry, <laughs> don't shout at me. I'm that is well. just like Tina. Yeah, essentially, yeah. she is like that though. Like if you try and discipline her, go. I'm sorry, I love you. <laughs> um, which is why she's such a fucking arsehole of a dog. Yep. Yeah. Okay, we can't be mean to her. And um, so he scurries off under the cushion, which is actually kind of an amusing little like. It's like a GIF of us like, oh, I'm in trouble. <laughs> um so AJ is striving for excellence yeah. as Ash wonders why he's so hard on Sandshrew. Um AJ explains that Sandshrew was his first Pokemon and explains when he caught it on a thunderous night. It's the first one that survived. Yes. Well, this is the story he's telling us, I guess. So, whether we choose to believe it or not is another story. Um, he said that he'd become the best Pokemon trainer with Sanshu. Like, mm-hmm. this is what he was going to do. And they show, like, this kind of like very really quick training montage of what yeah. they've done together. So, they've endured fierce storms and ranging winds and sacrificed everything to achieve their dream. And they do this by basically showing that they've, they've cried together, basically. Okay, just pointing out, winning 99 times in a row, let's say. Mm. Uh, might get three matches in a day. He's been doing this for a month. Yes, there's some weird weather patterns for a month. <laughs> uh, J- James, have you ever heard of uh, global warming? Uh, it's, uh, it's a pretty big deal right now, you know. Have you ever heard of a Pokemon uh, with drizz- drizzle of the <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's what happened. Every time you get training, a fucking Pelipper just flies past. <laughs> like, you fuck off already! <laughs> <laughs> Just there, just trying to like, just trying to concentrate, and suddenly Nine Tails just pops up. and makes it sunny. He's like, "Dude, take a fucking hint here." Honestly, these are the uh, ninety-nine battles that he won. Yes, exactly. Just with some Pokemon just happened to be there, like, <laughs> you know. And um, so yeah, they they show the compilation, and then Ash argues they should be friends with their Pokemon, not like you know, like sparring partners, I guess. And um, so Brock is asked. Uh, Ash is trying to get back up here, so he asked for Brock's uh, advice here, and Brock goes. That's nice, Ash, but what food do you uh, feed these Pokemon? <laughs> yeah. And it's just like, and uh, hey, Ash is going like, please, someone, see, see, see my point of view. Uh, and Ash go, AJ just goes, oh, here, I'll show you myself, yuck, yuck. And fucking opens up this fridge for like all labeled jars mm-hmm. of food just for certain Pokemon. Which is, again, a breeding thing. Like yep, there's yep. berries you can give to guys for like, weakens their attack, boosts their defense. Yep. Uh, makes them
1: makes, like, them, makes Seymour's happy.
0: Pretty much yeah. That's exactly it like. Um clearly that's who he was testing on all this time. See more, see more, see more. <laughs> the scientist, <Yeah>. the scientist <laughs> <laughs> So um so yeah, we see all these uh, all these jars that half secrets for each Pokemon. Uh, the recipes are secret, of course, and Brock goes, Yes, yes yep. of course, you don't want to, you know. They're like two elf like comparing notes, like, on Oh, Now no, you wouldn't, you don't be seen in the magic circle, huh? Is that right? Yeah, yeah, anyway. But well, this is like really how much uh, Brock is babying, I- mm. I like, babying Ash around him, and it's like whenever something is actually, oh, something wait, this is, this is interesting actually in. interesting. Yes. Uh, quiet, quiet boy. Yeah, <laughs> the Grom's talking, shush, 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 shush. Go play with the Pikachu and be a good boy, that's it. Eat your lollipop. Um, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> the, uh, the, the whole gist of it is that, like, Brock is actually quite impressed with AJ's, like, skill here. Yeah. Uh, and while they're kind of just chatting away about, like, boring adult stuff, we cut to, like, Sandshrew, like, working out with the brace on and doing, like, weights. And, and people actually sure having a skit on. This is, this is really funny. Like, he tries to lift a dumbbell and he just gets crushed underneath. He's like, <laughs> Like, it's one of those fucking gym videos you see yeah. all the time, like. um So, after that, then it cuts to Team Rocket outside f- f- um formulating their master plan. They've got some rubber gloves and a big red ball. (laughs) What could possibly go wrong? Um, So they tried a new motto that doesn't fit. It's very rhymey. It's all about the circus. All that shit. Um, Meowth tries one of his own. Uh, They kick the shit out of him as is uh, the uh, tradition with Team Rocket. And uh, they get the line uh, Choreography, Kill the Cat. After that. Which again, rightfully ends with an ad break there because (laughs) (laughs) we've we've had enough of this. Yeah. So, as I said, we do have an ad break. Uh, We do not uh, have uh, sponsors, though. So, uh, James... Who's that
1: Pokemon?
0: Who's that
1: Pokemon? Do
0: do Thank you. (laughs) So, uh, it is your turn to quiz us on a Pokemon of your choice. And I will remind you that you are currently leading the series 11109. So, it is my... uh in my interest to make this as obscure as possible. Yes, your job here is to park the bus. Okay. Exciting exciting times. <laughs> it's body bristles with sharp spikes. Carelessly trying to touch it could cause fainting from those spikes. I'm gonna give this to Burkbot first.
1: Oh, <sighs> so many spiky Pokemon.
0: Yep. And this this? is the the, uh, Pokemon Home entry for Mm. it, because I think we know plenty of the um, old school ones.
1: Can Can I get it again?
0: Sure. Its body bristles with sharp spikes. Carelessly trying to touch it could cause fainting from those spikes. I'm going to go for Jolteon. You're both wrong. Oh. Mm. Its main ability is Poison Point. Ah, I have an idea. Now, just to give you an idea, that in the games means that if you have a physical touching attack, your tackles, your quick attacks... It has a 20% or 30% 30%, chance of poisoning it. So
2: we're
0: down to four points at most each. Yeah, and you're a bollocks for doing this, by the way. I know exactly what you've done. Why? I know exactly what you've done. Have you you got... I I have an idea, but the problem is it's a one in six chance. (laughs) One in six, okay.
1: (laughs) Fucking hell. Um...
0: Oh I think I know what direction you're going. Mm. <laughs> the trouble is I don't know if that's where you're going. That's the trouble. There's <laughs> still that layer out of outside the blinds.
1: Uh um oh. The only one that's coming to my mind, and I know it's wrong, It's the one I picked last week. rooster, <laughs> but I'm not going with that. I'm not going okay. with that. That's the only pointy one I can think of right now. I can think of nothing else that's pointy. <laughs>
0: She's, she's only got like smooth Pokemon in her mind, she can only think of Voltorb as it's like <laughs> rolling around. Quality um. well, content here. <laughs>
1: um.
0: I'm keeping all this in by the way. Cedra. Seedra's a good one. Cedra's a fucking good one, I didn't think of that. Um, I was gonna go for one of the Nidoran's. I knew that when you said one in six, I didn't yes. know the direction you were going. The problem is, you see, the worst thing about this is you're gonna fucking split hairs here and you're gonna say male or female. Okay. Um. But the problem is, then it could be Nidorino, Nidorina, uh-huh. neither king, neither queen. So I'm gonna hedge my bets here. I'm gonna go for Nidorino. Nidorino, Okay. Uh. Let's see. It's. So we got we both got we got wrong. it wrong. I think is what we're getting. That no, Bert got it right. Oh! <laughs> nice. Oh
1: fuck you, because that was my one for next episode. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That was. This was always going to happen. Yeah. Eventually, someone was going to snipe theirs. Ah, oh, oh, it's other ability is sniper.
2: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> How
0: appropriate, James, you prick. Uh, so I was prick. going to go through the its height. Yes. Its, uh, other yes. abilities. And I, as and you were well in your right to do. As well. Got it. Yeah. Well done. Well played, Berpa. You saved us there. <laughs> I
1: only knew that it had the fucking poison tip thing because I read it earlier on.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's good shit. So, so that means, uh, Burpa you lead now 13 11 10.
1: Woo!
0: So, Pressure. again,
1: you're
0: your um... host this time, so yeah, mm. yeah, all so. fun times ahead, lads. So, uh, back to the show then, and uh, our second half starts with an alarm where uh, AJ says, Everyone gets a break. I love the alarm here, by the way, it's literally just like a gong mm. and a hitman Lee just comes up and kicks it. <laughs> I really, I, I like that, I want that yeah. alarm. Um, First, I have a couple of nice clocks, and I'd like to have a Pidgey clock in, in I, another I, I and another scene. I do love uh, the craftsmanship in them. Yeah. You know, there's something really endearing about them. What sort of clock as well? Anyway, there um, will be a vault of clock. Yeah. I think not not just yet, but yeah. there will be one. But anyway, yes. Uh, so uh, actually, no. There was, you're right. There was the the uh, um, the clock the Ash had at the, the bedside table. Track, yeah, yeah. You're right. There was one. Um, so anyway, uh, everyone gets a break. All the Pokemon are like taking a the breather. They're knackered. Yep. Um. AJ's gym follows the rule no pain, no gain. I think that's very well established at this point. Yeah. Uh, Ash again just will not fucking let this go. Like he just refuses to admit that like sometimes Pokemon trainers have to be harsh. Yep. And need to train the Pokemon yep. in a certain way. So uh, again, AJ again calls his Pikachu stuffed, which uh, Ash takes great offense to. Swings a punch at him, and they both fall in the pool again. We have three episodes in a row where people eventually fall into pools. Like it's, I, I don't know was it just like a concurrent theme? Was it just like f- funny to people? No, I think this might be um the uh, art style. Like mm. once they have a, have it out once, they can there is there is someone who's like you know what? I am really good at drawing people falling into pools. <laughs> <laughs> it's my like one and only thing. And please don't take this away from me. Yeah. Fine. We're happy to give you three episodes. Deal. Okay. Well, no, he's only brought in for the week. <laughs> that's it. They just have him draw like the splash. And yeah, that's it. Like, and then the rest we just work around it. Like, yeah. But he is the by far we'll the best a, person. We'll find a reason to work it in somehow. <laughs> every time you do a splash, you call him, right? Yeah. He's the one guy that does every splash animation ever. He's like that guy that does the cheesy pizzas. <laughs> like this his <laughs> one and only job, and he makes millions out of it. It's not even. Uh... It's not even like a soundboard that makes the splash. No. It's just one guy who makes a really realistic splash sound. <laughs> yeah. And someone's exactly. gonna hire him in. So this is Mr. Splash. Good evening. <laughs> so we want three splashes for three episodes. So give us three slightly different ones. Well, very well. My rates are five hundred dollars a day. That's, that's pretty cheap for a Splash Guy actually, yeah. Mm. Um so, uh the both are scuffling in the water because they're basically just boys, city yeah. boys. Boys will be boys. Indeed. Boys always play in f- fighting pools, it happens all the time. Yeah. <laughs> um P- Pikachu then is playing with the metal brace. When he accidentally puts it on and gets crushed into a ball, it's really funny because he's like trying to fight it and he just goes, Meh nah! <laughs> just like gets squeezed into it like Um and Sancho goes, Oh that's funny and then he just does a defence curl to uh to do, to show Pikachu how it's done. Yeah. This is quite funny because like the two of them are just there like in the in the middle of the of the floor and then like Team Rocket roll in then on their red ball yeah. and go like, oh, wow, well, uh, this is actually quite handy. Uh, is this Pikachu over here? Yeah, there's Pikachu over here. I can't see well because I'm dizzy. Oh finally, this one is. And they picked Sandshrew by accident. Yeah. Without realising that Pikachu has an electric tail that looks like a lightning bolt. Pikachu is furry. Yes. Sandshrew is... Scaly. Scaly. And they still get it wrong. Yeah. Even though the Sandshrew, as they've established, is fucking heavy. Yeah. And they still get it wrong... <laughs> Anyway, so yes, they, they snatched Sancho by accident, and instead of just basically rolling it as they did, yep. they just punched their legs out there of the ball and just fucking scarper, basically. Um, I mean, hard work's done. The hard work's done. They found Pikachu. Yeah. Like, that's easy. We're done. Why would you sneakily get out? Yeah. Like, absolutely. that just gives you more time to get caught. Mm. Good night, everybody. We're done. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so they grab it, they scurry off then, and uh, the Sancho's in the bag. I'm sure that'll go very well for them. Oh, yeah. So the bell rings again, this time a Hitman-chan uh, punches the gong to get them to get back to work. Uh, AJ's looking for Sandshrew, but they find Pikachu, like, twisted um, on the floor. Uh, Ash tries to pull it free, nothing works. AJ then just, like, you know, presses the off button yep. and uh, sets uh, Pikachu free. AJ asks then if uh, Pikachu has seen Sandshrew, which it has not, because AJ could talk to the animals. Again, Joe Exotic. Ash says that it may have run away and uh because of how well ash and pikachu get on because <laughs> so he basically largely, like you see we're friends you and Sancho clearly aren't which again he just he's missed the the entire point all this episode yeah. like again pokemon trainers know how this works like they need maximum happiness at some point too so well do you sometimes do it depends if they want to run frustration or not yeah you know if they want to be loved they can be loved that's the whole that's the whole point and um, Suzy so screams that Sandshrew wouldn't break a promise like that they made, and all the Pokémon scatter to go find him. So at this point, Team Rocket stop for a breeder to, as both are arguing who should carry the Sandshrew because again, it's a unit and they have trouble like pushing it around. And as they are doing this, the Sandshrew bursts out of the bag and lands on the which is great because the Meowth has clung onto his tail and Sanchu is just like frantically moving up as the Meowth is just there like going, Eh, <laughs> eh. it's like a cat that won't let go of a toy. He's like yeah. no, I'm i not letting go.
1: That is quite cat like though. Isn't it? Yeah.
0: Hmm. He would
1: rather be lifted off the ground by the you know, whatever he's holding on to than let go.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So stubborn like. Yeah. Again, I don't know if he even means to at this age he just can't let go. His
1: claws are cra- like yeah. trapped in it.
0: Exactly, yeah. So, uh, if Sancho doesn't give him a choice, he just digs on the ground and Meowth is obliged to follow. Um, switch back then to the tent, and Ash tries to rally the troops, asking if Pikachu wants to go with him, raise their hand, without realising he's talking to uh, Butterfree, a Beedrill, and Rattatas. Yeah. None of which have hands. Well, Beedrill, kind of. I mean, it's a, like, meh, it's a needle. Like, raise yeah. your needle if you want to <laughs> come with me. Like... He's really fucking stupid, isn't he, Ash? Like, it just strikes me every now and then. Like, God fucking damn it, man. So obviously nobody is paying attention to this like gobshite in the corner. Yeah. Because they're all like AJ's Pokemon, and they all actually quite like him. Yeah. And um, so then uh, <laughs> no one keeps the cares. They keep moving on. Ash, Ash asks Square santru as he and as he does. It emerges from the ground with Meowth in tow and straight into AJ's arms. And it's quite a lovely moment as they both hug. Like,
1: oh, they are friends. They are football friends. (laughs)
0: Um, Maximum happiness. Yeah, exactly. Um, True, true strife and torture, (laughs) I guess. Um, So Ash and Meowth are on the floor knocked out. uh, And Ash just can't understand why they like AJ over him.
1: It's because they've got sardine oil on on his clothes.
0: Mmm, that could be it.
1: He's got all the food you know he yeah. gets all the food for the pokemon so therefore he they like him because he gives them food
0: yeah, yeah. I, mean, I mean yeah yeah like animals are basic creatures like they'll go wherever the treats are yeah. you know that's like i've learned just that like joe exotic exactly <laughs> <laughs> is that why she doesn't he doesn't like that bitch carol basket because she's not covered in sardine oil
1: yeah that's it she doesn't
0: give any treats they just put like different sh- pe- people in different shirts because she's a dangerous woman who must be stopped <laughs> At all she, costs. She
1: just feeds them her ex husband.
0: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine that, just like some sort of like old like Pokemon trainers going because <laughs> 'cause they're like in a in a in an enclosure with fucking like Raikou and it's like, oh this one should go well, this will be funny. Oh I look he's getting eaten Oh he had to be there. Great <laughs> <crap>. uh, <laughs> I mean, I don't think anyone's going to be looking through, like, Raikou droppings for fucking glasses, are they? I don't think that's happening. Um, so anyway, Brock obviously has to explain the concept of tough love to Ash, who yeah. is also a budgeting Pokemon trainer who needs to do this as well. Completely over his head. No. Um, yeah. So, Pikachu draws everyone's attention to me out on the floor. They realise it was Rocket all along trying to kidnap Sandshrew. Wow. Who, who could have guessed? Um, they get me out to wake up, and Ash gets slashed in the face for his trouble, because... Yep. That's why you should never wake up cats. And um, is on his own as everyone squares up. And look, like, they're all got a uh, bunch around them. But team rocket appear in the doorway to save the day, singing their old motto. They get really emotional because they realise it was the old motto that, that got them into the game, not the not the new ones. <laughs> they remember they went back to their uh, roots eight episodes in. It's the wrong motto. <laughs> yeah, I know. Just let them have this one, all right. <laughs> um, so team rocket explains it was a complete misunderstanding, and they don't want a second rate Sandshrew. Well, that's fight and talk. Kill Bill music kicks in. Yeah. <laughs> AJ tells Team Rocket to step outside. No kind of way, like like he's
1: about to feed them to his son, <laughs> <laughs> Uh
0: You can't tell me that it didn't happen. But the thing like, I love as well, like AJ was actually quite like wasn't say polite about it? But he's like, you know, when there's about to be a fight in an old man's pub in Ar- in like yeah. Ireland, he's going to, like they've always had fights before, and it's just now it's time for another one. So like, Tommy, would you like to step outside? I'd love to. Right. Shall we fight? Actually, sure we will. Will we go for the bog next time? No, I'd rather the ravine. Great. Good on yourself. Let's go for it. Like real fucking quiet man shit going yeah. on here. So, anyway, they kill. That's off. when you know to be scared. Yeah. Exactly. When they're politely asking for it. Yeah. Fight. When they've normalized it. Yeah. That's when you should be afraid of this fuckers. And um, um, John Joe's off to fight again. Oh, there he is now. Put the kettle on, lads. <laughs> this will be over in five minutes. I've got a tenor on Paddy, <laughs> so uh, they kick off a battle. Then again, Team Rocket could have just run away at this point. It didn't. And yep. um, so Ekans and Coffee come out to battle Sandshrew. Another 2-1-1 battle. This doesn't take long, lads. So we're not going to engage battle mode for this. Um, and uh Ekans tries to bind Sandshrew, slips out, and like ties Ekans in a knot. Yep. Uh, again, it kind of cuts away, and you see Pikachu like wearing like a cheerleader like gear, like a like a bandana and a fan. Yeah. Like real Japanese tropes. Um, so coffee tries to sludge uh, Santru but it like spins the whole thing away. Um, Meowth then tries it's a hand and uh, chases around in a play like, as a ball of yarn, which was kind of funny. It's just like yeah it's slapstick. it's slapstick. yeah I was like what else were you expecting? You were asking a cat to chase after a ball. yeah what did you expect to happen? Yeah um, we stopped playing around and tries to bite Santru instead and chips his teeth. Because I don't know if you've heard of the fence curl, but it's a pretty big deal. For um, this guy, anyway. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so AJ calls uh, Sancho to do his Fisher strike, which is obviously the move Fisher. Yeah. And um, so he spins around a bit, points down to the ground, and the crowd, the ground just splits open. And it's a pretty cool visual. In fairness, like oh, like you, really does sell Sancho quite well. At the moment, well, wow, this thing is fucking hardcore. Yeah. You know, like when you're watching this, you're going, can I, can my Sandshrew do that? No, can't. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. Unfortunately, just for that glimpse, that one s- split second of hope yeah. of having a shrew, that's good.
1: Because AJ's Sandshrew's a savage. Indeed. Swimming, diving, blasting. Sound attack, AJ's whip is a cracker. Sandshrew's savage. <laughs> <laughs> you need the TikTok music for that now. <laughs>
0: Sancho was <laughs> in and uh, I in two um, how long were you setting on that for? Her?
1: I typed that out about an hour ago. Yeah,
0: I noticed it and I was completely sandbagging it to be honest um, because I just don't want to give you any fucking leverage whatsoever. <laughs> so, <laughs> It was disappointing me That's all like, It's
1: just because I didn't put the moves No whatever. do you know why
0: Because you were Fucking quiet For this entire podcast And I know That's what you were Cooking up before. Time. I was there going like Well wow, I'm really Carrying this episode I know I talk a lot But I'm really Fucking carrying this I'd love it if she Says something And this This was the payoff I This is the money shot it. it was fucking it. worth it That's the problem <laughs> This whole podcast Is redundant now We should cut out the whole Fucking middle of it <laughs> Fucking uh, hell Anyway So <laughs> Meowth, Ekins and Coughing, They run away Team Rocket gives chase which means that we jump in then and ask I don't know what's the fucking point anymore because we have blown the we've, we've done the money load already. Fuck it anyway. So what should Rocket do, lads? Um the scenario is, right, TikTok or no TikTok, Team Rocket are observing a tent full of AJ's Pokemon with their eyes on both Santru and Pikachu. They came prepared with a giant red ball and rubber gloves. All parts of the passive plan, I'm sure. <laughs> AJ and Ash are constantly bickering with, while Misty and Brock look on. What should Rocket do? See, I don't think they went in with any plan to get the Sanctuary. They are only going in with the plans for the Pikachu. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Pikachu just isn't worth it compared to here's, a, here's like a properly trained Sanctuary ready to go. No, you know what the best plan is? Raid the fridge. Shit, I was gonna say that. Raid the fridge. You've got a uh, black market Pokemon food. Mm. You can just take that and sell it. And to lure,
1: lure them, lure the Pokemon. Yep. Yeah. I was
0: also going oh, to say that's that. That's a Great idea. <laughs> great. Thanks, lads. You've you stole both my ideas in like quick succession. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say like I was gonna I was gonna raid the fridge, and then he says, "Shit, I'm gonna raid the fridge." Okay, I can lure Pikachu with the food. No, she just says that. Bollocks, okay, plan C. What's Plan C? It's not <laughs> even just the Pikachu. You have the means to like lure all of the Pokemon out one by one. Yes. With what you've stolen from the fridge. Okay. Not only that, but like he has like po it seems like he has food for like every Pokemon type. So you yeah. can't just keep going around and just lure Pokemon and trap them. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's
1: what they should have done. I think we we'll all agree that's what they should have done.
0: That's probably what they should have done. I'm trying to think of, is there anything else they could do? Take the braces, take the
1: the, po- the the metal armor thing he
0: yeah. yeah, they could steal that. I think the whole gimmick is like Nick and AJ's stuff really, isn't it? It's, like yeah. it's just like you're gonna take the food, you're gonna take his Pokemon, or you're gonna take his like Take his, his gym as well. I mean that's not a bad fight. not a bad headquarters to take over. Mm, that's true, You've yeah. Got a Nice base to retreat to if you ever have to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's true. In fairness, like he's gonna leave it unattended, so Rocket could easily come back in and just nick the whole lot, like Yeah. You know, like he doesn't seem to like take the jars of food with him, so it doesn't seem to take anything with him apart from no. his sure. Maybe, he, maybe he's left Bijul in charge, and Beedrill's is <laughs> a real fucking hardcore with the food. Like, he's yeah, such a ballskin.
1: <sighs> For
0: sake! <sick. laughs> <laughs> I immediately regret doing this podcast in the first place. <laughs> like, <laughs> you can't see my face here, lads, but I'm fucking devastated. Like. So, I think we're in agreement that, like. Sanchu and Pikachu shouldn't have been the targets. I don't think so. I think AJ himself was the target. Like you, you, you kind of like, as I said, like you either go for a kidnap AJ. Who could they kidnap AJ? I wonder.
1: Using those Pokemon grip things.
0: No, nope, I got a plan. I got it right. AJ's a decent trainer. Recruit him.
2: Oh bad. Because yeah. he's
0: already a tamer. He's got the whip. He's yeah. got the whole the malarkey. He's still an, He's already an asshole. He's already a good trainer, and Team Rocket are desperately in need of good trainers. Very true. Because again, like if you remember Cerulean City, they recruited people on the bridge for that, nuggets. That, have you heard of our lord and saviour, Giovanni? <laughs> <laughs> and the per- per- Persian going, yeah, see, look how beautiful my fur is. Like, yeah, no, that would work. I'd say, I, I'd go over that. I'm going to say, two markers just walked in as Jehovah's Witnesses and said, hey, AJ, you seem pretty mm-hmm. cool. You know, we have a lot of money for you to expand this tent to whatever you want. Maybe you should join us and he'd probably say yes because <laughs> he'd just be allowed to train po- as many Pokemon as he wants because Team Rocket could do the snatching they'll steal the Pokemon he Bring trains them hit. and hit. gives them back to Team Rocket he's got his niche yeah, there yeah. you go that's actually a
1: great shout isn't yeah. it? Uh,
0: so so you got nick the food lure, or lure them out or recruit him. that's the three choices <sighs> I'm happy with any one of those as better mm. plans than going to a red ball and try to lift the. I through. feel
1: like having him as part of Team Rocket would be too powerful for.
0: Mm. That would his, put them yeah. put them on a different level, like yeah, yeah, interesting. We we'll let the people decide. We'll, yeah, we'll put out a poll and see what wins. Yeah, this, is a, you go. Yeah. this is a good split vote. Like I like this one. So, uh, we're at the end of the episode lads, you'll yeah. be shocked to hear it's AJ fun. celebrates. Ash <laughs> has not progressed in any way. Nope, he hasn't learned a thing. So AJ said he's going to take off and beat the Pokemon League now, so I'm sure we'll see him after Ash gets his 8 badges. Yes, almost certainly never. Um, <laughs> but he will return Ash here. Ash
1: killed him. <laughs> he actually felt,
0: him. He accidentally failed
1: <laughs> He Acted like it didn't happen. <laughs> that Sandshrew was a snacking
0: <laughs> you can't tell me that it didn't happen <laughs> oh no <laughs> um, but yes AJ pledges that he will return when he becomes the number one trainer in the world uh, AJ and Ash shake hands promising to meet in the future finals and AJ warns him that he only wants to face expert trainers that's why they don't meet that's the why team. they don't meet full <laughs> <laughs> circle so that is the end of the episode and uh, thankfully our Pokedex is real quick uh, we only have uh, Sandshrew to check in on uh, I'm not gonna lie. I really like Sandshrew. I don't know what it is. Yeah. It's, I have a soft soft spot for him. And um, it's ba- It's naturally based off a. Um, well, it's based off of two things. The main one is based off pangolin. Yeah. Um or uh, it's also based off an armadillo. Has both elements to it. Um, and hence why. Interesting about it. Things at the yes, very much so. Considering <laughs> that they try to blame COVID on pangolins, I'm yes. like, lads, leave the pangolins alone. They don't even like humans. What do you want a bit like? <laughs> You don't even fucking eat them. Like, what's on? What's going on, like? Um, so yeah, I, I do like them. And uh, fun fact, they're supposed to have poisonous claws, which is it's why they poison have poison thing. Mm. That's why. That's why they have it, even though they're ground types. It's no. It is poison ground. No, just ground. It's essentially, not. Nope. Just ground type. Okay. Yeah. Uh, don't tell me. <laughs> I I have the Pokédex here in front of me. Observe! There! Grounds! Look! Grounds! Grounds! Ground. All grounds! <coughs> there! Fucking ground type! Damn. Look! <laughs> Honestly, man. Um, Sandshrew just gave it a bit of love in, in one of the future gens. Um, it gets in a alolan form, which is ice steel. Yeah. And it kind of makes it look like an igloo which is kind of cute. Yeah. I, I like it, but, Jesus, like... You're not going to use that Sandshrew. No. no. Double, double weak to fire. Double weak to fighting. Double so weak to fucking steel. ground steel as well. Jesus, like it's it, poor bastard. Um, it looks nice though. Oh yeah, no, it's it's well made, it's well designed, mm-hmm. but not well thought out. No, in that sense. It, it like the idea of it was nicer than the implementation. Artistic
1: yeah. rather than strategic.
0: Oh yeah. Yes, very much so. Yeah. would make
1: it so. into my team? That's a clue.
0: That's a clue for her actual team, folks. And uh, to be clear. Uh, so yes our Pokedex count then not much to say about it it is 26 seen and 5 cards. ok We yeah. really should get a move on at this stage really yeah. starting yeah. to fall behind Um, but that's the end of our episode for now lads uh, again a, a sweet delicious filler episode Um, more of the same lads unfortunately <laughs> <finally>. yes <laughs> I'm afraid so but um, that is the end for the epi- for a podcast for the time being yep. we'll see you next week when we uh, tackle episode 9
1: Carol Baskin's return
0: <laughs> revenge of the basket or basking in her glory I guess I oh, oh. Um, yeah well unfortunately she's ba- she is basking now she'd nicked a fucking zoo off your man so yeah <laughs> fortunately bad guy won but here we oh, go no. life isn't fair all this shit anyway um, thanks for listening uh, thank you for listening on the Blows Network Nerds of Us Foxy Rolls wherever else you want to listen to our stuff and uh, we'll see you next week for more of the same okay. see you. until then see you later see ya bye Thank <music> you.